time right now is 6.13, and it is chilly out there right now. Uh, 36 degrees. Had to have my heat on in my car. Yes, so did I. I had to turn it up full. Defrost. The defrost, actually. I was just like, woo, here we go. (laughs) And it's so funny because I was uh, in Milwaukee this weekend for my niece's wedding. Yeah. Uh, That's where I'm from originally, a little uh, suburb. I'm not like... uh, Vanilla Ice is going to claim I'm from Dallas and I grew up in a suburb. But anyway, long story. Um, so it was great. So I was at this lodge right on the uh, Milwaukee River, and uh, it was just absolutely beautiful. I was like, the wedding was outside. I'm like, in October, I should I bring a jacket? Like, Ooh, what's going on? But yeah. actually, it was beautiful. It was like 65, light nice. breeze. It was perfect. And then the reception was inside the lodge. So um, I met my niece's husband once and but I've never met like his side of the family or anything. Okay. So that was nice. I mean I met them and whatever, but he, there was like a, it was like 130 people on his side to like 20 on my niece's side. Whoa. So it was just like lots of people I didn't know. Which was fine cuz I had a bunch of my cousins that were there and so I sat at the table with my cousins. Nice. And so I'm sitting there um waiting for everybody else to kind of file in like we all kind of just went in at different times. I was waiting for my sister. And uh, all of a sudden, this girl comes up to me, like woman, she's not a girl. Um, <laughs> and the really odd thing is that she looks like my my other sister. And I did a double take, and I was on my phone, and she goes, "Gene Ryan." She goes, "What are you doing on your phone?" She goes, "Don't you don't you know who I am?" And I'm like, "Oh God, she called me out huge because I'm terrible with names." Yeah, and I'm just kind of staring at her like, "You look familiar, but I cannot put my finger on it." And she. Was making me laugh so hard. I can't even tell you the stuff she said. I can't say it on the radio what she was oh, saying. okay. But she's got kind of a potty mouth, and so it was, like, ah. really funny to me. But anyway, so who she is is the younger sister of a girl I went to grade school with. So she's two – her name's Megan. She's two years younger than me, but okay. she went to the same grade school I did. Okay. And so I went to a really tiny Catholic grade school. I could see private that. Private school. Mm-hmm. And – so I'm looking at her just going, oh, my God. Like, I haven't seen her since I was in grade school. You know, so it's like, how would I recognize who she is? Like, come on. Right. It's ridiculous. But anyway, so that was super, super funny to see her. And for me, it's like for people that don't live where they grew up, it's a whole different deal. Like, it's kind of hard to explain. But, like, when I go home, it's like memories just flood because I don't live there, you know? Right. And so to see somebody that I went to grade school with a hundred years ago was mind-blowing. And so we're sitting there talking, and she just was hysterical. Like, she absolutely was making me die laughing. She has six kids, too. I'm like, Ooh. oh, my goodness. So then she pointed to this guy, Mike, at her table, and she goes, yeah, that's Mike so-and-so. You went to grade school with him. He was in your grade school class. He was in your class. And I look over to him, I'm like, what? Like, I mean, again, have not seen the guy since I was in eighth grade. Yeah. Second to eighth grade together. Very handsome man. But it's just so funny because I remember him as, you know, a four, some last time I was 14. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So anyway, he came over and we're sitting there talking and 
And I said to him, I'm like, did you recognize me? And he's just like, no, absolutely not. I'm like, well, of course not, because you haven't seen me since eighth grade. I said, no, I, no way would I recognize you. Absolutely not. So we're sitting there talking, and he, he's like, so what do you do? And I told him, and he's like, you're a DJ? Like, it's so funny how people, you know, it's like I'm an astronaut or something. You know, I'm like, it's really not that big a deal. <laughs> But what's really funny, too, is every time I, I talk to people and say I'm in Duluth, they're like, oh, way up there. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's way up there. That's for sure. <laughs> because Milwaukee's 70 miles from Chicago. Like, right. It's very far south. And so, like, Eau Claire is up north to people in Milwaukee. So for me to say, and then, of course, it's like, oh, it must be freezing there. That's always the second thing people say. It's like, yeah, we don't have snow yet. And then the... The other thing that's really funny, too, is like then I try to explain to all my relatives in Milwaukee how about Lake Superior and it's like, you know, the Supreme Lake because Lake Michigan is right in Milwaukee and that's a pretty big lake, too. So anyway, it's just it's so it's just so hard to explain. It's so funny because southern Wisconsin is so different than northern Wisconsin. And what was interesting, too, beautiful drive, by the way, of, of, like, fall colors. Oh, I bet. But it didn't even really, the colors, like, below, I want to say even Eau Claire, are still pretty green. <laughs> so then once it's, like, I hit that, it was just, like, a stage dropped where all of a sudden it was just, like, oh, like, beautiful, green, you know, colors. Um, but, boy, I, I saw it at the right time, for sure, because it was just absolutely beautiful. The colors are beautiful. And I made it there and back without a speeding ticket. So hey. I'm super happy because I'm a Minnesota resident. So if I'd get a speeding ticket in Wisconsin, you have to pay on the spot. Proud of you, Gene. Well, it's 380 miles all through Wisconsin. So <laughs> I just was like, I'm putting the cruise on and there we go. But I did have a few close calls of people not knowing how to merge. That's always oh, super fun. Yep. Oh, my God. It's like. No, don't hit the brakes. I can't move over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're side by side because I'm slowing down to let you in. Oh, oh, oh. so I had a little I had a little bit of road rage, but uh, thankfully I made it there safe, safely uh, there and back because it is a hike. It is a long drive. Six and a half hours. It's like, oh, man, please let me just get there. Let me just click my heels. But... Uh, um, yeah, so it was a, a beautiful wedding. My niece is now married, and uh, I saw my new, my other niece just had a baby a month ago. So I got to see Lizzie, and she is adorable. Oh, I love that for you. And she's only a month old, and she is a baby, baby. Like a she is, baby. yeah, she is tiny. And I was holding her in the whole time. She's just like sitting there, just with her eyes closed. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I can handle this because. She would have started screaming. I'd be like, okay, there you go. There you go, Molly. Take her back. I'm done. The ant is done. I'm not, I'm not, I can't be around screaming babies. We got Maroon 5 coming up, Nikki, your sunroof too, and Justin Bieber, one of the latest celebrities to uh, back off uh, his friendship with Kanye West, which don't blame him one bit. Uh, Ghost, that's coming up next on Mix 108. What's for lunch? What's And uh, currently it is 31 degrees, downtown Duluth. Uh, big Vikings win yesterday. Ooh. What? Ooh. Oh, what a game to go to, too. Uh, we happen to be in the city, so we got uh, Vikings tickets. And, oh, Gene, in Vikings fashion, it was a nail-biter down to the final minute. Oh, God. That's tough. That first half 
was electrifying, amazing. Everyone was cheering, hollering, standing, hooting. It was the best time. And then the second half happened. And we were just on the edge of our seats. It was a lot more quieter. There was a lot of Bears fans there, too. I mean, it's not that far of a drive. So, And, oh, (laughs) man, it got intense, Gene. It got intense. I think I love it. When, uh, you know, because you're, you're sitting there and you see a lot more of the field than, like, you know, what the quarterback would. And people were literally, like, yelling at Kirk to throw to certain receivers who was, like, open. And, of course, he threw it to where it wasn't open. Yeah. <laughs> he just throws it into the stands. First half, though, he was phenomenal. He broke a record for the most consecutive completions as a Vikings quarterback. Wow. Yes. He went 17 for 17 in the first half. It was crazy. He's got a choking problem. Well, you know, we uh, we came in at the end, though. And there was some really cool trick plays that Kevin O'Connell drew up, which was really fun to see. So I'm excited to see what uh, the rest of the season is going to bring us. So what are they, 3-1 and one now? 4-1. Uh, and one. Ooh, and wow. Green Bay lost yesterday in London to uh, New York. Yeah, they did. So right now, Vikings are on top of the NFC North. Remember that... TV commercial that was on like a long time ago where all of a sudden, I don't even remember what it was for, but as soon as the person said like that person's name, it was like dead silence, like in a room full of ton of people. I have no idea. Well, there was an ad that did that and that's what happened. That's what happened to me at the reception because here I'm in Milwaukee, right? And everybody's talking about the Packer game. Oh, of course. And they're going to be playing in London. Yeah. And so then my cousin said to me, she goes, knowing I've lived in Minnesota longer than Wisconsin, you mm-hmm. know, because I left when I was 18. Um, she goes, so Jeannie, a Vikings fan or a Packers fan? And I swear to God, every single person there was listening in on our conversation. Oh, I bet. Because I go, well, actually, I'm both. And it was like, like <laughs> It was like a horrible car crash. You couldn't yes. look away. It's like everybody's chairs like just pushed back. And my um, cousin's husband's like, you can't do that. <laughs> And he's from Brooklyn. I'm like, you don't have any say in the matter. Right. And he's just like, well, I'm from Brooklyn, but I've lived here for like 40 years. So he goes, I'm a Packers fan. I'm like, well, good for you. And I said, and I go, I'm divided. I'm, you know, even Steven. And I said, but I, I will say if the Packers are playing the Vikings, I, I go with the Packers. Oh, you can get out then. Well, I'll tell you what. my Both my cousins are like. Well, you better have said that because your dad's up there and having just go yelling Packers. Because my dad was a huge Packers fan, so I'm just like, well, yeah, thanks. I wouldn't want to disappoint my dad. You know, so like, and yeah, there there was somebody wearing an Aaron Rodgers jersey at US Bank Stadium yesterday. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's bold, man. That's bold. Makes no sense. Like, why would you wear a Packers jersey to that game? I know, to a Vikings and Bears game? Uh, to probably make the Bears fans upset. Yeah, because he owns them, remember? <laughs> right. But I'm telling you, the rivalry between Bears and Packers fans is a thousand times worse ever. I've heard. Than the Vikings against anybody. Mm-hmm. It is, it's ugly. <laughs> so I'm sure that's why they did it. <laughs> Just <laughs> Just to rub it in the face of the Bears fans. But that's fantastic. Way to go, Vikings. Ooh, and uh, that's that really cool that you, were, that you were at the game. because That was a great uh, game to go to, go to honestly. 
Yeah, I didn't have a chance to watch the game, but I was glad to see the score this morning. And the fact that you were there makes it even better because yes. it was such a good game. Uh, coming up in just a couple minutes, we've got Post Malone's latest, I Like You At Do. That's next. <laughs> Mix 108. Mix 108. The Northland. 34, 34 degrees, downtown Duluth. Make sure to stay tuned. Next hour, we have got Ian's Toolbox, plus your first chance to win those Ed Sheeran tickets. His show next summer in Minnesota. And we've got tickets before you can win them before you can even buy them. That's all coming up next hour right here in Mix 108. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. Over in California, a man caused a collision after shining a laser into a driver's eyes. The 46-year-old was issued a citation after he was apparently tailgating a car, then moved over, passed the car, and then slammed on his brakes while the car behind it flashed their lights at him. He then took out a laser and shined it in the driver's eyes, causing an accident. That I'm just trying to grasp this whole story. I know. Oh, my God. What a jerk. Uh, Over in Chicago, a property owner has been blasting loud and vulgar music over the last few weeks in an attempt to push a school district to get rid of musical instruments on a local playground. What? Yep. Now, it doesn't say what exactly instruments there are, but there are elements on the playground that allow the children to play musical instruments. The store owner tried for years to convince the district to remove the instruments, but was unsuccessful. So, over the last few weeks, he decided to begin playing loud music in an attempt to get the district to remove the instruments from the playground. Guess what, Gene? They moved them. Oh, boy. Yep. All but a bell. They left a bell, but they moved everything else. All because for the last two weeks, he's been playing loud vocal Vulgar content and language songs. Oh my God. Lastly, in Texas, a pharmacy drugstore uh, posted about. Uh, let me read this post to you. <clears throat> to the teen who came in the store today and stole Lil Nitro, the world's hottest gummy bear, we hope you're feeling better. We suspected you and your buddy were cruising the store applying your own five finger discounts, <laughs> but we don't like to accuse. Y'all weren't in long. We just weren't sure what exactly happened or what to do when you ran back in the store sweating, grabbed a love is love tea out of the fridge, and then threw yourself on the floor prone. I asked if you needed an ambulance, but instead you rolled over, lifted your shirt, and told me your stomach hurt. She said, please don't. I'm okay. I just ate something really spicy. You then declined to have me call your parents, rolled back over, Position yourself in a child's pose, stuck your rear in the air, and showed everyone your entire exposed booty crack. I silently pr- prayed, please don't let this kid poop himself in the snack cave. <laughs> you asked for a trash can, and I said, no, you can go outside. A very sweet girl, I hope she was your sister, picking you up, came to get you. Uh, you walked out of the door with the tea. She offered to pay for it, but I told her it was fine. I usually love our giant windows, but today it gave me a view I did not appreciate as you heaved all over the sidewalk. <laughs> Your sister came in, bought you a Powerade, 
and uh, asked her, I asked her if you were okay. She said, yes. Well, I hope you're doing good. I just thought it was strange. You all left, and then you left your peace tea in the parking lot as well. Oof. My favorite part of that story is the booty crack. Yes, yes. They Calling it a booty crack. Literally rolled it a booty crack. That's be my new name. I didn't even know there was a world's hottest gummy bear. Um. Yeah, I didn't either. I've seen the world's biggest gummy bear, but yeah. not the world's hottest. Oh, that's going to do it for my toolbox. Gene. Oh, my God. People are just stupid. That's what you get. If it says world's hottest, don't eat it or steal it. Or steal it. Yeah. Steal it and then eat it. He, he, that's what that's called karma. Yes. Uh, time right now is seven eighteen, thirty two degrees outside, but it is gonna it's gonna get nicer today. We're gonna get into the lower sixties. So, uh, Ian, does your mom collect a lot of Tupperware? <laughs> yes, she has a whole Tupperware cupboard. So it's probably Tupperware she's like inherited from her mom because oh, like yeah. Tupperware's been around for like a hundred years, well, seventy five to be exact. I mean, you know, my my grandparents uh, used to like you know old like. Uh, Country crock buckets and you know all the cool whip and yes you know yes. you never you you opened up the fridge and you're like ooh what's in this cool whip container I know it's not cool whip oh that's right it's it was always a mystery of what's in this yes yes oh, I love that but no my mom does have a whole cupboard full of Tupperware well what's really interesting is my mom did too um and that stuff lasts forever mm-hmm. but uh, I guess I never really realized that Tupperware was only available exclusively from like Tupperware.com. Really? Uh, for a while, yeah. Or at like their main flagship store. Like you couldn't go into like a big box store and buy it. Oh. Uh, but now, as of last week, Target is now carrying Tupperware. Ooh. Uh, they're also offering Black Friday deals and some holiday bargains. But Tupperware has been around for 75 years, has its latest models of food storage covered pretty much every shape size you can imagine. Um. So we all know there's cheaper versions. Like stuff's not cheap. Like it's right. The cheapest Tupperware is like eight bucks. Yep. And you can sometimes get. I call them like the disposable <laughs> plastic ones. You know, you'll cook something like spaghetti or something in there, and then it gets so stained, you just throw it away. I, like, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> um. So yeah, Target's really excited. So cheapest. Uh, Container they have a seven ninety nine that goes all the way up to eighty bucks for like a whole entire collection. So if you are somebody that's a big fan of Tupperware, it's now available at Target in stores and also online Woo. at Target.com. Good to know. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we are gonna be giving away tickets to go see Ed Sheeran live Woo. this summer. Uh, it's kind of funny to think like tickets already for next summer, but they go on sale this week, so you can win them before you can buy them. It's for his uh, mathematics tour, mm-hmm. North American mathematics tour. Uh, I would be afraid to go in case he called me out to do a math problem. Really? Could happen. Okay, Gene. All right. Well, <laughs> glad that that's your fear right now. But uh, yeah, exciting stuff. I mean, Ed Sheeran, awesome live in concert. What a great show it's going to be. And uh, we've got your tickets before you can even buy them. And that's coming up in just a little bit. So hang tight. Mix 108. You can get big. All right, here we go. It is time. I'm so excited. Ginger tweets. Ginger tweets. So I went through all of Ed Sheeran's old tweets and all of my old tweets. I'm going to read a tweet. And the first person to call in and guess if it was an Ed Sheeran tweet or an Ian tweet, we're going to hook you up with tickets before you can buy them to go see Ed Sheeran at U.S. Bank Stadium. 740-2MIX. 
740-2649. Gene, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, the tweet dated June 8th, 2015. Does anyone know the Muffin Man? You got to call in and guess if it was an Ed Sheeran tweet or an Ian tweet. June 8th, 2015. Does anyone know the Muffin Man? Which ginger tweeted it out, Ed or Ian? All right, 740-2649, 740-2649. Got a 50-50 chance to win these tickets. <laughs> oh, Twitter. Oh, boy. All right. What caller are we taking? The first caller. First caller to get this right. Oh, oh, oh boy. The phones are going crazy. 740-2649. Uh, we'll get a winner next on Mix 108. Mix one oh. The Northlands number one music mix, mix 108, Gene and Ian in the morning, and uh, we're doing a little contest. We're giving away some Ed Sheeran tickets. That's right. We're playing Ginger Tweets, so I'm going to read a tweet from the past, and uh, you got to guess who tweeted it out. Was it Ed? Was it Ian? So the tweet was from June 8th, 2015. Does anyone know the Muffin Man? <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones and uh, get a winner. Hi, Mix 108. Who's this? Dina. Hey, Tina, you're our first caller. So uh, nice. do you know the contest? Do you know what's going on here? Yes. Okay, so, right. was, so was I'm, I'm going to say the tweet one more time. Okay. Does anyone know the Muffin Man? Who tweeted it out? Was it Ian or was it Ed? Ian. It was not me. Oh, it was so not sorry. you? No, it was no. not. It was not Ian. Thanks for the call, though. You can try again tomorrow. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Hi, Mix 108. Who's this? Shelly. Hey, Shelly. So do you know the contest? you know what's going on here? Yes. I think it was an Ian tweet. You think it was an Ian tweet? Yes. It was not. Oh. Oh, man. Thanks for trying. You could, uh, for calling, you can try again tomorrow. Hi, Mix 108. Who's this? This is Danny. All right. uh, Was the tweet from Ian or Ed Sheeran? I want to say Ian. It was not me. No, what's that? Thank you, though. Thank you. Try again tomorrow. Hi, Mix and Wait. Who's this? I want to buy your car. I'm Beth from Northland Triple Hi, this is Angela. Hi, Angela. So, uh, was the tweet from Ian or Ed Sheeran? That was from Ian. It was not me. Not Ian. No. <laughs> Thanks. So. Try again tomorrow. Hi, Mix and Wait. Who's this? Tara. All right, Kara, was it Ian or was it Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran? It was Ed Sheeran! We're hooking you up with a pair of tickets to go see Ed Sheeran and his mathematics store at U.S. Bank Stadium. Tell us what station just made you a winner. Mix 108! All right, yes, we did, and we've got more tickets we're going to be giving away. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. So That's make sure right. to tune in 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. We're playing uh, more ginger tweets. More ginger tweets coming your way. And uh, again, you got a 50-50 chance of getting it right, so it's not that tough. But that one was tough because there was a majority of people <laughs> thought you said that. Well, so even you thought I tweeted it. I totally thought you did. I yeah. fell for it, too. Hey. <laughs> it's Nikki Yornow. This is Sunder from Mixing Away. Good morning. It's 38 degrees downtown Duluth. Thank you for a high today of 61 going to be in the 70s tomorrow and no way. back to cooler temps. We've got all your weather details coming up in a couple minutes. Also your code, your first uh, pin code number of the day. And we're going to talk about Candyman Caves, like the movie Candyman. Candyman. 
Say it five times, Gene. Absolutely not. I don't care if it's not a mirror on. There's windows. That's enough. Can't do it. I'm afraid. We'll talk about all that coming up next hour right here on Mix 108. Here's what's degrees downtown Duluth looking for a high today of 61. So I have never heard of this before. Minnesota's underground cemetery, the infamous Candyman Caves. Yes. You never heard of that, Gene? I mean, I've heard of, I've seen the movie Candyman like a hundred times, but that takes place in Cabrini Green in Chicago. So I'm, I'm right. intrigued. Right. So you know the, like the entrance of the Candyman, there's like the big spray painted like mouth. Face. Yeah, yeah face. Mouth. And you like entered the hole where the mouth was. Mm-hmm. So there's a similar thing to that in this underground cave uh, down in the St. Paul area. That's why it got dubbed the Candyman Caves. Is this where they used to do the haunted house? No, 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 no. So this this was um, used as, uh, oh, man, I can't remember exactly what it was used at, but it was way back in the day uh, where they, like, stored stuff. Um, I think it was, like, cars and stuff, but I could be wrong. Wow, weird. And, uh, yeah, throughout the years, uh, many people have gone through it. Uh, there's, unfortunately, been a lot of deaths uh, there because of um, the gas and a lot of people, like, uh, put fires in there and uh, a lot of parties and it's just been crazy over the years my computer is also not working by the way gene in 2017 two teens were rescued in the cave when their exploration went awry uh the like said the fire department reported uh the two young men were stuck at the base of a bluff on the city's west side they gained access to the cave roughly 100 feet below the entrance but took rescue crews over two and a half hours to save them crazy oh my gosh yeah well, yeah, because if you're inside a cave like that, there's nowhere for the fumes from the fire to go. So, yeah, you're just going to get snuffed out. That's really scary. Right. And there's so many different passages passages throughout this cave. It's crazy. There's even an area called the Stairway to Heaven. There's an area called the Stage. And uh, it's just... No, I'm looking at these pictures. No. <laughs> and, of course, it's like a graffiti graveyard as well. I just... um. I would just feel claustrophobic. Yeah. For one. And then just, I don't trust anything underground like that. I just would be afraid it'd collapse or, and it's just, it's creepy. Right. And God knows who you'd meet down there. You know, you'd turn the corner and be like, ah. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of the movie The Lost Boys, too. Like, I could just see, you know, the Lost Boys hanging out in there. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of vampires down there. Yeah. It'd be perfect because it's dark. Yeah, there was, uh, I even found a uh, creepy story on a subreddit called No Sleep of uh, the Candyman Caves. Yeah. So the story is about a group of friends that decided to do some exploring of the infamous cave. Once they entered the Candyman's mouth, they found their way to an area of bats on the ground covered in what they described as white fungus. They remember hearing stories of people dying in the caves from gas, so they all agreed to leave. Upon doing so... One person stumbled on what they described as old, broken mining equipment that hasn't aged a day. They uh-huh. definitely said it was not modern-looking stuff. So it, uh, it freaked them out pretty badly, knowing that there was old mining equipment down there that looked like it didn't age a day. Oh, man. Yeah. And so then I started thinking of My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> So, right, there's like eight horror movies all in one. I know, I know. With this, but um, yeah, it'd be a real life horror movie because you just, like I said, you just don't know what kind of elements of people are down there. And right, on top of the fact that it's just naturally dangerous that mm-hmm. those kids 
were on a cliff and then couldn't get down. Pictures. Mm-hmm. So check it out at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Coming up in just a couple minutes, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my whole entire life. <laughs> There's a professional out there who says that it's uh, not a good idea to high-five children. Oh. So we'll, we'll tell you his reasoning behind it. I think he's he's ridiculous, but... We'll let you make up your own mind. That's coming up next on Mix 108. You can get bacon. Two thirty-seven degrees downtown Duluth. And <laughs> I, this article is cracking me up big time because I'm like a total high-fiver. Like, I oh, high-five 100%. everybody. Little kids, elderly, my coworkers. This guy Everyone is, gets a high-five. This guy's nuts. A yeah. parenting columnist and author argued that adults should not high-five children. Why? Because a kid is not an adult's equal, thus it can lead to disrespect and disobe- disobedience in the long run. Okay, I'm sorry. So you have to be someone's equal to, in order to high five them. Oh God, sorry, I have the hiccups. Um, Do you need CPR? No, I'm okay. Okay. So his name is John Rosemont. He's a family psychologist, husband, father to two successful adults, and grandfather to seven kids. Wrote an open article for Omaha World Herald and stated the child who's allowed to high five an adult has tacit permission to talk to said adult as if they are peers. Do not wonder why if you high five your child, he often talks to you as if you are his equal. He went on to argue that learning respect for adults is crucial in every child's character development. A high five is not in any way compatible with respect. B.S. Dude. I always thought high five was more of like, all right, dude, way to go. I look at it as just a, a way to celebrate something yeah. or that something great has happened or I have you're five, happy or, you know. A bunch of strangers high fived me yesterday at the game after the Vikings won. I love that. I love that when strangers high five each other. It's fantastic. What do you think? 740-2649, 740-2649. For anybody out there that has kids. If somebody would say this to you, what would you say back to them about a high five in your children? Or maybe there's teachers out there, grandparents. I mean, everybody knows kids in some capacity. I think it's ridiculous. And I think that it's important to be respectful to kids in, in the sense that as an adult, um, kids are a lot smarter than I think we give them credit for at any age. Oh, yeah. Kids pick up stuff. That you would not believe. And they hear things and they imitate things. And you know what? Giving a kid a high five is not going to make them be disrespectful to you. There's lots of other things that are going to cause that to happen. So this guy is insane. I mean, and haven't like adults been high fiving children since the dawn of time? I don't know when high fives came out, actually. Um, I don't think people high fived like in the 70s. What? No, I don't think they did. Maybe they did. I don't know. But it seems like it's more familiar nowadays. But the first high five ever appeared to happen in 1977 during a baseball game between the Dodgers and the Astros after a home run. Yep. See, there you go. Yep. That's you see a lot of high fives in baseball. A lot of high fives. And they come in the dugout. I can't believe it was attributed to 1977. That's crazy. That's so much for me saying they didn't high-five in the 70s. <laughs> oh! Well, I said Donna time. And then oh. in football, there seems to be a lot of butt-slapping. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not normally butt-slap people? Hey, good game. 
<laughs> I, well, I do it to you every day after the show. I thought we weren't supposed to talk about that, Gene. <laughs> HR! <laughs> so there you go. Some guy out there... <laughs> You know, but I mean, everybody's got their own opinion, so that's fine. But oh, you know what they say about opinions? I do. <laughs> and his is starting to stink. Ooh. But um, I just, you know, you gotta, you gotta respect. People have their own opinions. That's fine. I'm calling Huey on this whole thing. It's ridiculous. High five away. Kids are not going to be disrespectful for you for that. Again, lots of other reasons kids are going to be disrespectful. I think it's great. I think it makes it inclusive makes the kids inclusive in your life when you do that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And it's an affirmation. Black Eyed Peas, their latest Don't You Worry, coming up Elton John with Dua Lipa and Harry Styles is next on Mix 108. Mix 108. Currently 37 degrees, downtown Duluth, looking for a high today of 61. So before we go, I just want to offer this little piece of advice for everybody that's out there driving right now. Um, I did a massive road trip. I, I drove down to Milwaukee. Not massive. I drove across the country. But... <laughs> Well, it was um, massive to you, Gene. You was, don't drive much. It was, it was, you don't drive much. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I pretty much just drive around in Duluth, but because um, I have no life. <clears throat> I encountered a lot of really horrible drivers um, in my trip there and back. And so in case you don't know how this works, when you are merging onto a freeway, um, and if you see another car, either they can't get over, they won't get over. What you don't do is, um, is decelerate and then stop the person merging. You gun it. Oh, okay. And you have to zipper merge in either in front of the car or behind the car that's, that's already on the freeway. I had three different times I couldn't get over. So I started to slow down to let that other car get in front of me. Okay. And they hit the brakes. <sighs> so we're sitting there almost side by side. And I'm just like, what are you doing? When you merge, there's not a stop sign there. There's not a yield sign. You you pick, you pick have to pick up the speed in order to fl- get into the flow of traffic. Do you understand what I'm saying, Ian? Yeah, no, I get you. All right, all right. All right. I'm just glad you didn't uh, shine a laser in the pe- person's eyes like that toolbox did Well, today. I'm telling you what. They got more than a laser when <gasps> I was going past them. What'd you give them, Gene? <sighs> the old horneroo. Ooh. Just, just, just laid on the horn. So they'd see me. And then I had another car that came into my lane, and I had to go ov- all the way over to the shoulder. Like, he didn't see me there. Didn't put on his blinker, just decided to cut right in my lane. And if I would have moved over, he would have completely hit me. So it's like, oh, my God, people, just be careful out there. Drive defensively. Watch what you're doing. I hate zipper mergers. And if you need to merge, don't slow down or stop. Right. That's the worst thing you can possibly do. And pay attention to the fact that if there's cars that you have to merge with, that's your job. You're the one merging onto the road. Okay, that was my PSA. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Right. Welcome. Thank you. Made it safely, so that's all that counts. Uh, Ian's kicking off 80 Minutes of Music commercial-free, coming up at 9 o'clock, plus his throwback song of the day. And on top of that, uh, he's got the uh, next pin, pin number, pin to win number for that $30,000 grand prize. It's our $30,000 fill-up. This is the final week we're doing it, so you definitely want to get as many code pin numbers as you can, because obviously the more times you enter, that increases your chance to win money. 
Uh, so that's coming up in just a couple minutes as well. We're back together tomorrow morning with another chance for you to win some Ed Sheeran tickets. We'll do that in the 7 o'clock hour. Have yourself a great rest of the day. We love you. See ya. You can get